so we're on episode 15 15 and uh today what are we going to talk about time time so we figured that time was probably a really good one for us to cover at the moment because yeah. we were feeling a little bit out of sorts over yeah. the last few days and we were trying to figure out why that was it wasn't it wasn't anything particularly wrong was it it was just like it was quite a, a few multitude of reasons, really. A, a multitude, few multitude, a few multitude. That, that's an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, is it an oxymoron? Yeah. I think You're just so. throwing words at them and hope they stick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, because uh, here in France, we got uh, the announcement from Macron that lockdown is pretty much continuing. Like, there's a few. They've they've eased it a bit this weekend but really it's continuing until the 15th of December yeah which kind of sucks so that yeah that... They've, they've allowed us to allowed us isn't yeah. it crazy they allowed us to buy other things and essentials yeah. so they're opening some shops yeah and you can go we... outside for three hours three now. hours now instead of only for one we... kilometer from your house it's up for to 20 kilometers but considering the school's like 25 kilometres away, it's not very far when you're in rural France. No. Everything's like 20 kilometres away. Yeah, and I think the UK is now coming out of lockdown from the 2nd, yeah. I believe. They've Which got... is what I was hoping for here. Yeah, they're a lot more relaxed, yeah. I think. So, so yeah, so that, that was kind of part of, I don't know, just feeling a little bit trapped. And, and I don't know, just like, I want to get back on with my daily routine although it's not that different it just feels different i suppose well the sense of because we did if uh, you haven't caught it yesterday's podcast was all about freedom uh-huh. and um and what it what how we feel about freedom and what you have to do to achieve freedom right and how 2020 has just completely taken most of our freedoms away um but yeah, this sense of restriction mm. at this time of year, I think, is probably more pronounced than at any previous point in the yeah. year, right? Yeah, so I think that that was part of, I don't know, personally, what threw me. Um, and then you've got everyone putting up their, their Christmas stuff at the end of November, which now I've done as well. But um, Yeah, with the kids, yeah, started with the Christmas decorations <laughs> yesterday. But that kind of threw me as well, because November, historically for us, is not normally when we plan, because December is just normally utterly crazy for us in the photo booth world yeah smiley booth historically has been one of in december has been one of the busiest months of the year so this is the first year in 12 years where the we're just not yeah really going on really strange and so i think that's that's just i don't know i guess it's just kind of thrown my inner compass as to where i normally am at this time of the year well and also we look forward to so we've literally previously um that we've recognised that this is a really important time of year for up for you and I uh, every year yeah, in terms of the planning. Kind of, we literally go off to a hotel yeah, exactly. somewhere, like, don't we? Plan now, head down in December until actual Christmas, and then yeah. kind of collapse for that week between Christmas yeah. and New Year. That's kind of been our routine for the last ten ten years or so. Well, we've, we have in the past literally <laughs> booked um, a hotel, gone to the hotel, asked the hotel to provide a couple of whiteboards. And just had these whiteboards up in the in the yeah. like hotel suite, yeah. And just gone right. What do we want to achieve next year with a big marker pen yeah. and everything? And just spent the whole day or two days just literally getting all our aspirations, our dreams, uh, reviewing the current year mm-hmm. and where we want to be next year and where we want to be in the future and all this kind of stuff. And it's been it's always been a really like quite we really enjoyed that process, yeah. haven't we? In the past. 
But it's We're, always been a lot more known. I mean, even like anybody listening to this that, that knows us and knows our like the last couple of years would would be kind of listening to this thinking, well, hang on, you were traveling the last two years. So how how yeah, was that true, part yeah. of it? But even this time last year when we were in Florida, yeah, um, and December first we were in Disney for two weeks with my extended family in America. Yeah. We were still working really hard on uh, Christmas smiley breed stuff. I, yeah. I remember that the most fun place in the world, or whatever they call Disney World, became the loudest place in the world when <laughs> I was trying to make business calls, and all you can hear is just like crazy amount of like, I don't know, Mickey singing and dancing and all yeah, this stuff yeah, going yeah. on. They're like, hello, sorry. Um, but yeah, so even then we was we were still like in it on smiley breed. Yeah, right. It's, it's always first year. Yeah, it's always crazy up until like. The last three four days before christmas yeah. and then we finally stop yeah but so the kind of disjointed feeling that we we both have at the moment is i suppose not just the fact that it's normally a very busy time for year for us and we don't have smiley booth doing all the events that we yeah. normally do because of the way the industry is at the moment but it's also because there's uncertainty right there's yeah. still uncertainty from january onwards and um, they're talking about the vaccine coming in and all these things but there's this this sense of, I suppose we're we're all a bit punch drunk, yeah, right? Yeah. We're all a bit like we've all been kind of knocked around a bit this yeah. year, and with and I think for you and I personally, we're kind of trying to think, well, what can we kind of put the the stake like the flag that's in the, the because, ground for next year and say, right, okay, that's what we're one hundred percent. Yeah, aiming because for. there's a lot. Of, there is actually a lot of hope. I was reading an industry report yesterday on on the wedding industry. And there is there is um, a lot of kind of renewed enthusiasm and, and hope from from the couples out there. They right. are beginning to rebook and and begin to look forward to their weddings again. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Everything's kind of coming round. But as you say, when you've kind of been beaten up a bit, you're a bit like a bit scared to kind of go. Okay, let's run with this because yeah. you don't want to be whacked around the head again. <laughs> yeah, and as, and you kind of have to have that conversation with yourself, right? Yeah. In terms of. Um, because like, one of the things that we have been doing up until this weird feeling that's come across us in the last few days has been like health for leather preparing for next year. Yeah. We're still going to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's, it's just, nothing's ever guaranteed, no. right? We've never had a situation where there's guaranteed business or guaranteed success. But, um, and I think a lot of people are feeling like that at the moment. I think the other side of it as well is, the doubt as to like the human connection like mm-hmm. will we be able to spend the time with family and friends mm-hmm. that we had planned to yeah right? i think that's probably a little bit of it as well we're quite kind of craving that because even when we were traveling we went back to the uk quite regularly didn't we and now yeah. we haven't been back for nearly a year um yeah. and well that's my family you haven't seen your family for longer than that no. because they were sick last time we were in the uk yeah so um yeah i think that's that's a little bit of it as well but yeah, yeah, I don't think just... I've actually physically seen my family for a year and a half, mm. or there thereabouts. Yeah. Um, obviously, I digitally, like, yeah. Well, but yeah, it's a big mix of emotions, and yeah. I don't think we're on our own in that. I think no. a lot of people are feeling the the pressures of life and money and mm. and distance from relatives and all this kind of stuff at this time of year. And I think Christmas is a, a is a period where. It's actually we're all we've all grown up with this idea of well you're buying lots of stuff you're mm-hmm. buying presents for everybody and you're hoping that your other half or whoever might buy you something. Well, and, and it has to be perfect, isn't it? There's always yeah. this kind of pressure on Christmas that it, yeah. that it has to be perfect. And for 
many, 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 many people it's not going to be this year. Scary time. Yeah. Scary time for a lot of people at the moment. And the, uh, uh, because a lot of people who haven't been able to, like if their businesses have just stopped or they've lost their jobs or whatever it might be, I should imagine there's a lot of people out there at the moment trying to build something out of nothing in the hope that it might just make yeah. some money, right? And and this this is one of the reasons why I suppose both of us wanted to talk a bit more about time today because, uh, and I know we've discussed like mindset and everything in previous podcasts, but you can allow a feeling that you feel like this disjointed feeling that you and I have had over the last two, three days. And I think the putting the decorations up yesterday kind of almost highlighted that yeah, point, it did. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that you can't allow a feeling to dictate how you utilize your time and you whether that be a feeling about whether it's motivation or enthusiasm or anything like that if you have responsibilities and jobs to do that move move you even by millimeters in the direction you still need to do it well it's discipline again isn't it because um that as you, as you said like, people listening may be thinking well, what's all this got to do with time kind of thing but but you're right, if, if you have these other focuses, they pull on your time and it means you have to be even more disciplined because, for example, the decorations. Yeah. So um, I'd arranged for um, my parents to send <laughs> our Christmas decorations that were still in the UK because we had been intending to go back and forth several times. Well, we were spend, we were, our plan this year was to spend a lot of time in the UK. Exactly. If anything, it was going to be... a like 50-50, yeah. it's always been the plan. 50-50 split between the UK yeah. and France and, and key days like Christmas was going to be spent with our family because we'd yeah. spent two years pretty much away from all our family travelling around exactly. the planet. So yeah, that was a really important thing. So um, so obviously that hasn't happened. So I arranged for our Christmas decorations to be sent over here. So yeah. we weren't buying a load of, not that we could buy anything here anyway. And, um, and you get potatoes. <laughs> I don't think the kids would pretty much like a gherkin. Decorated yeah, make the most of that carrot. Cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they, they were collected in the UK on Monday and I actually didn't expect them to arrive till the end of the week and at the weekend we would have put the decorations up for yeah. the kids. But they arrived yesterday and of course the kids saw them in the boxes as they walked through the door and it's yeah. like, we've got to put them up now. Yeah. And had I been on it and yeah. more disciplined and focused on my time, even though these things were pulling my attention, you know, they wouldn't have been in the kids' sight. And I would have been committed to carrying on with my day, getting the things done that yeah. I needed to get done, and then doing that at the weekend. But as it was, I got pulled by, oh, yeah, this pretty distraction. Let's go put some decorations yeah. up. Um, and and time just kind of obviously escaped me. And, uh, and I think that's so important right now because I, I really feel like with all these different influences that well, I'm just being pulled from pillar to post. Yeah. When it's easy and, to waste it, yeah. right? It's easy to... You feel like you've done nothing by the end of the day when you've actually been really busy. Yeah, well, but, you're, you're <laughs> never not moving, right? So no. even... Um, like one of the things that introducing this podcast into our lives on a daily yeah, basis... Yeah, that's another thing, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's, what's that enables us to do is to assess like, how much can we factor into it a day. And uh, there is the... Um, We've probably said this before, but the um, the more you do, the more you can do. Mm -hmm. We've always had that. We've always noticed that, haven't mm -hmm. we? The the more you kind of cram in the day, the more the more it seems like you can get done. And um, and we were I was on a one of these Zoom calls uh, with someone from uh, to do with the say it business, 
and we were having this exact same conversation and uh, and she made the same she said um, yeah well there's that saying where if you want something done give it to a busy person <laughs> really yeah I've never heard that have you not no. yeah and uh, and it's so true because we've had moments especially in in 2020 when um where we've been trying to just kind of reflect and go, which direction do we go? And where do we put our time? What's the most, mm-hmm. should we just wait for the government to announce mm-hmm. something before we make the next move? And it's, and it's felt like we've kind of gone down to, like gone down a few gears mm-hmm. and slowed the pace right down and gone, okay, well, let's do the, the just spend time as a family with the kids and mm-hmm. just us four together and grow stuff in the garden. And we did that kind of for a few days. And then it felt like, Oh wow, we're really busy. Yeah, it's like, but we weren't doing anything. Well, I think that, that's the problem. Actually, I think you've hit the nail on the head that it, there's there's been no like build up or gradual. It, it's like second gear, fifth gear, second gear, fifth yeah, gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you end up in this yeah. complete wild, not knowing how to react to stuff. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's just busy, nothing, busy, even nothing, all the time. And that's and particularly think, yeah. the way with if you are currently trying to build a startup business. Yeah. Um, because there's no, the, the thing with when you're trying to get the idea to start to get to the point where you're at the starting line of building a business, or if you are at the starting line of building a business and you're just working to get, try and get some momentum, that it is all or nothing. Well, because right? you end up reactive. So yeah. you're, you're pushing, 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 you know, you're knocking on doors and you're trying to get your product or service in front of people, or it might be that you're trying to get it in the press or whatever yeah. it is. And then you suddenly get a bite. Um, or there's some like national event that's really relevant to what you do or something yeah. like that. So suddenly you have to, everything's focused on that and you have to suddenly go and, and then nothing happens or yeah. only a little bit and then it's back to this like slow and it, it's really yeah. difficult to, to balance that. Yeah, you're constantly trying to find the, where, where the momentum's going to start. Yeah. Like it's a, well, it's no routine. And no. It's, and even though I'm, I'm somebody that genuinely kicks out at too much routine, yeah. everyone needs some routine. Because yeah, well, you, you do end up in this just no man's land. And I think the, um, and so the, the whole time thing in terms of how we should certainly talk about how there's certain things that you can do to help manage that in terms of setting yourself some like key goals, whether mm-hmm. we talked about weekly goals and driving towards something and all this kind of stuff before, but how that directly translates to how you can manage your time and generally get in a sense of, fulfillment at the end of a day or at the end of a week that okay well at least I've moved the needle a little bit because mm. you can actually end up doing a lot more than you remember mm. and you can be and like some people talk about creating journals and that kind of stuff and um, like trying to break up the day so that you are taking moments to be grateful for what's going on in the day mm. rather than just thrown into the momentum of the day and then getting to the end of it and going Jesus what just happened and I'm tired and I feel like I'm back on the treadmill again tomorrow mm-hmm. and it's just it's nothing seems to change yeah um i mean good example of that is i was up at three this morning <laughs> I, I, I had some random thing where i woke up at three this morning and i was wide awake i'd had some dream about smiley booth randomly about a new initiative in smiley booth about doing something with it once once the lockdown opens and i was really excited about it i was like it's a great idea and and then I couldn't sleep. So I was like, well, I might as well get up. And the time, between, I, I got up and I was doing some work on the Smiley Mood stuff and I was, I was doing some content stuff for, for the podcast and everything else. Before I knew it, it was half six, coming up to seven o'clock. Mm. And it's like, right, get the kids up and everything else. But that time went like 
that. And, um, and I think like I can reflect on that and go, oh, okay, well, I managed to get all of these other bits done before then. But I could have easily just been watching some nonsense mm-hmm. online in that time just because it's early mm-hmm. and because I, it's like, why would you get up at that time yeah, and all this yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. But I thought, well, I've got this quiet space where the kids are in bed, you're in bed. Now I can probably crack on with it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to just pause a second because it's like a sauna in this <laughs> room. So this is our, um, obviously we did a podcast in our living room together with a coffee and tea. And I've put the fire fireplace on and I think it's just, it is literally like a sauna. Yeah, it's quite warm. <laughs> just open the door. So you carry on. <laughs> You're actually leaving the room. Yeah, no, I'm going to go out and come back. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, so time management is it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I mean, I can't remember who did this quadrant. Um, it's in. I know it's in the... Um, it's in this, we touched on it yesterday with Stephen, Stephen Covey's book of... Seven Habits. Seven Habits, but I think it originally comes from some president it or something like that. Roosevelt or something like that. Yeah. Was it Theodore Roosevelt or something like it was, somebody like that created it, was, it originally yeah. and um, it's all about and so the principles are all about how uh, trying to distinguish between activities that are moving you towards the life you want to lead mm-hmm. and activities that are just like meaningless yeah. and 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 be and calling that activity out yeah. and being responsible for that activity well it's interesting you said the the busy person thing i've never heard that before but it that's so so true mm. um and oh, it's, it's probably a, a bad thing because i'm always a busy person and people are always asking me to do stuff and that's yeah. clearly why yeah well <laughs> it's, i'll get it done <laughs> yeah well it's because um well yeah it probably is a bad thing in that if you look at the way you look at work and activities to do yeah everything has a sense of urgency everything's <laughs> urgent all the time right yeah. so so there's so obviously if you give it to you it's going to get done yeah. because you you everybody has a feeling that if they give it to you you're going to going to go straight to the top of the list. Mm. Whereas they come to me, <laughs> I've had instances where people have said, "Lee, I need you to do this and need you to do that," and and I've actually said to people, I've said that's not the way I work. Yeah. I, I have other commitments, and by all means, tell me what the issue is. But and I'll I'll look at my my diary. And I'll tell you when I can get it done by. But well, and I've had people come to me and go, I tried to give it to Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but he said you'd do it. <laughs> yeah, and well, one of the biggest... Um, I learned that trick, by the way, from... Um, we've mentioned him a couple of times before, and it's Siam. Mm. Because um, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, sorry, Siam Kid, who uh, runs The Realistic Trader and um, the Wealth Action Plan he created as well, Great guy, um, but he went through a phase um, early on in his business where he was just running around um, like a lunatic, and he ca- he called himself a people pleaser. I think you said about, about mm. yourself the other day, and um, and so anybody that called him, anybody that asked anything of him, he was like on it all the time, back and forth, back and forth. And then I remember we met we met up with him, and he said, "I'm not going to do that anymore." He said, I'm going to structure my days and structure my time. And I'm not, if anyone just calls me out the blue, messes me out the blue, I'm not going to respond to them immediately Mm. because I'm being pulled away from my stuff that is actually moving me forward. And I remember it was like, it was like night and day. One minute you could speak to him all the time. And the next minute it was like, oh, he's he's not answering. (laughs) 
But what it did over time, over a period of days, weeks and months, it, it gave everybody the impression, including us. People, yeah, it? it was like, he's probably busy. Yeah. So if I do interrupt him, it needs to be worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not just going to be a... It's got to be me- more meaningful than yeah. that. And um, Or can I do it myself because he might not necessarily come back to me today. Yeah. I've heard three people um, recently that I've been listening to that I've, I've mentioned on this podcast say really similar things. They all call it something different, but that's uh, Tony Robbins, Jenny, uh, Jenna Kutcher and, um, and uh, Sarah Rakeley. Who's Jenna Kutcher again? Uh, can you remind me? She's... Um, she has the gold digger. Luke Bob's back. Bob, Bob the Fly is back. That's because you opened the door. <laughs> uh, gold digger podcast. Uh, right. She was a photographer originally, um, so okay. obviously someone that was very in their business. Yeah. Um, but she still has a very successful photography business, but she's not on the front line. And she's wasn't there an interesting story with her? Something happened with her, or am I thinking about somebody differently? Yeah, that's a story for another day. Really, that's a really. Yeah, that's a social media. Yeah, we'll do that and we'll okay. talk about social media. But um, but my point is that all three of them, uh, they, they call it different things, but they talk about how they, um, uh, Jenna calls it staying in your lane, um, uh, Sarah calls it uh, bucketing her stuff that she needs right. to do or bucket days or something like that, she calls it. And Tony Robbins advocates um, RPM. Oh, yeah. Is, um, I can't remember what it stands for, but resource... No. Um... Results... Massive action, isn't it? Something. Is it? No, that's not P, is it? But anyway, yeah. the point is that you bucket... Result, purpose, and I think it action. is... Ma- yeah, it is, action. but it's massive action. So, yeah. so the, your the, results, your purpose, and your massive yeah. action. The whole point is that you kind of bucket list... Bucket, not bucket list, bucket together certain things. Right. Um, so Sarah's probably the most um, clear example of that, but in her business, she has like, right, Mondays are for this. Right. Tuesdays are for that. Wednesdays are for that. And so her team know that, oh, okay, when, I'm making this up now, but like Wednesdays is product day. Right. So if anybody's got anything to do with product, then they know that she's going to be available to discuss that thing Going on a Wednesday. Because she said before that, she was like, obviously as a CEO, she'd be talking in the meeting about this, and then 20 minutes later she'd be with her lawyers talking about law stuff and yeah, then yeah. and then the school might ring her about her kid and then she'd be talking to somebody else about marketing and she said I was never ever focused properly yeah. on any one thing yeah um and she she gave examples of how like somebody would come to her with a with a branding question like should we use the green packaging or the purple packaging for whatever reason and right. and she wouldn't give it proper thought she'd just go oh the purple and mm. then, like a month down the line, she'd see the packaging, and the the it was the her purple product was next to a competitor's purple product, and she was like, "Why did I agree to purple?" Yeah. And she's like, "Because I wasn't thinking, and I wasn't right. giving it proper time." Um, and so I think that that's the really important if you can kind of, especially with people like us that we've got multiple interests, we've got say it going on and Smiley Booth and and this podcast, and although they all interlink, yeah, you've still got to allocate time specifically for those bits yeah if you want to do them properly right yes, you can't yeah. be in a situation where you're playing at stuff all the time no. because it'll never you'll never realize its true potential if you're just messing around with stuff well, you, can't, you can't do that shifting gear it's like you might go onto social media for example and, and be like right i'm going to get my social media posts out on facebook today okay so i'll do smiley booth ones i'll do my ones i'll do say it ones i'll do this and you're thinking oh i'm doing a task right but you're having to switch minds what are you having to do having to <laughs> i've done that for a while no. <laughs> yeah ha- you haven't done having to for at least <laughs> three podcasts you're having to uh switch 
kind of who you are and your brand and your message. So you're having to, having to <laughs> start it there to rethink everything, which which taxes your brain and takes longer. You know. Yeah, well, I I see that as the same principle of interruption. Yeah, exactly. Right? So when they say that that, uh, that if you are interrupted at any point while you're concentrating on a task. It takes you 22 minutes before you come back round to the same state you yeah, were before the inter- exactly. interruption. And yeah, when you are jumping from one very specific set to another very specific set, it takes your time, your brain time to readjust, especially if it requires a creative yeah. assessment, yeah, which yeah, yeah. which obviously things like social media and things do. Well, when you, if you're doing anything like copywriting or anything like that, you really need to be focused on, yeah. on really thinking about what you're doing and what yeah. you're saying. And... So, you know, if I've only got kind of 20 minutes, half an hour before the end of the day because I've got to go and get the kids or something like that, there's no way I'll ever do those kind of tasks because I can't think straight in that kind of squashed amount of time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, bucketing or or whatever you want to call it is, I mean, Tony Robbins is a whole, I think he's got like a whole training course just on RPA. Yeah, so it's kind of a, his, his, oh, by the way, just before I say this, thing to remember here is because I remember hearing this stuff years ago and you and I used to hear this stuff a lot about people saying, oh, time management is this and you should just do this and goal setting is that. And um, prior to, is that, did Bob the fly nearly head by you? <laughs> um, the, uh, and I used to think it was something that other people did or it's something that you do once you are successful or once you're busy or once you're whatever, right? And I think we both had that approach. We always had this kind of approach of, <laughs> oh, the fly is desperate to be on the camera. I don't, it can't be the same fly. Do they even live that long? No, I don't think so. Um, anyway, <laughs> the um, but the thing is, if you we, I think we lost a lot of momentum and a lot of time and wasted a lot of money because we didn't implement these things from the get go. Yeah. Like these, like clearly successful people use these tools definitely and because we were like oh we'll do that when we get over to when we're this big or when we've when we've got our first set of customers or when we get this many cut or whatever it was it's like or once the business is running or it's like no no no, no. get the fundamentals the foundation in first and then you'll move fast quick well, it's just, to me it's just a discipline it's something yeah. i fight with regularly yeah because so. you hate the structure yeah and i'm just like and then like procrastination comes in because you know you see this task that you've got that is an important task you know you, yeah. you have kind of allocated time for etc and then you get to it and you're like no yeah so you <laughs> so, find something else so you go which will come on to in a minute you'll go to something that is light relief yeah exactly um, but the um just to i'm probably going to absolutely butcher this explanation that tony robbins does for rpm but it's results purpose and action or massive action like it's often referred to and the idea is that you uh, identify what the result is from whatever that given task is. So you you you, you clearly define what that is. Mm-hmm. So if that is that you're doing social media today, it's like, well, what's the what's what result would you like as to come from you sticking that social media post or whatever it is for your idea or whatever it is? And then the purpose. How does that fit into the main purpose of the business? How does that or into your idea? How does that move you forward? And then massive action is like, right, let's just get it done. What does it take to get it done now and in a big way? And we actually used RPM quite a lot mm-hmm. um, when we were aggressively growing Smiley Booth. It's funny how you fall out of habit of doing yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. But And we used to teach it in, um, 
in the early days of franchising for Smiley Booth, it was part of our training to the franchisees. It was like, right, you need to start structuring your day because some of the franchisees um, had come from being employed to working for themselves. They made redundant or whatever it is, or they'd left their job, they had a little bit of money and they were like, right, I want to buy, I want to go into business for myself. And one of the biggest, we saw it actually with the guy from, um, I won't say what the area was because the franchisees would be able to work out who it was, <laughs> but we had one franchisee and um, he had always, he's, he's in his mid-40s, early to mid-40s, and he'd spent his entire life employed, um, but had a real passion for the idea of going into photo booths. Great guy, wasn't he? He was like a... Um, just a genuinely nice, nice guy and um, super enthusiastic. And we were kind of blown away by him when he, on the interview and everything. Just I actually haven't worked out who you're talking about yet. Okay. <laughs> he had a very strong accent. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say where because the other franchisees will work it out. Anyway, you'll work it out when I finish it. And um, what happened was he left his job and started on the business. Oh, sorry. Just before he left his job. He bought, the, he bought the franchise and was doing both his job and the business. Now you know he is. He's doing both his job and the business at the same time. And, in this, and he kept saying to me, when do you think I should leave my job to do the business full time? And I said, well, what's your income goal? But also what's, at the time he was doing brilliantly. In the well, this business. is what I was getting yeah, to, yeah. right? So I was like, what's your, what goal? What do you, does the business need to be doing for you to be comfortable enough to be able to leave your job? Because at the time he was doing over 50 hours a week because he was in the catering industry mm. and so he was doing loads of hours a week 50 hours a week for not very much money and he was saying he was saying to me well when do you think I can leave and I was like well set yourself an income goal because the moment you feel like you're achieving that income goal in the business imagine what you could when you're doing it at when you're doing the business alongside your job imagine what you're going to be able to achieve when you suddenly get 50 hours back a week and he was like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, if I get, because if I can do that in two, three hours a night, if I have another extra seven or eight hours a day to add on, I'm going to make way more money. Yeah. And I was, I was like, precisely. So get your confidence. And I think it was literally three weeks. It was something like three weeks. He basically got himself in a position where he was taking enough deposits for bookings for his Smiley Booth franchise that he'd completely bypassed the income that he was making in his mm-hmm. work. And three weeks later, he was back on the phone saying, Lee, I'm thinking about quitting next week. I was like, really? You sure? And he said, yeah, look, I am getting... He was getting something crazy. He was getting something like 18 bookings of, like, in, like in about two, three weeks. So he'd got a minimum of 18 bookings. And he was just absolutely flying. And he just said that he was... And people, I think what was happening was he was picking up the phone to people and his enthusiasm was so infectious yeah, yeah, yeah. that people were like, done, I, yeah. I want you for my, my events. So he quit his job. And it, and so from our perspective and his perspective, it was, it was just happy days. Now go make some really big money yeah. getting events. Monday comes around after he leaves his job on the Friday. Monday comes around and he wastes a day. Yeah. And then he wastes it again. And he went from doing like whatever, however many of bookings it ended up being in those three weeks. He didn't repeat that booking level no. again for if, ever, ever. No, no he, didn't. he just no. couldn't, he couldn't no. do it, could he? It's, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I don't think he ever made that many sales it's in that like short space of time. what you just said time. about the busy person. Yes. Yeah, because he wasn't yeah. busy anymore. No, and I used to, it got to the point where I was saying to him, look, right, okay, let's... What's that principle of time that you 
What's that? Where you time will fill whatever it's given. Oh, the task you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there was a study done. I don't think it's Pareto's law, but it's uh, it, there is a law. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the law. That's really annoying. Yeah. I, I was super complaining. Yeah. Um, the um, but effectively, there's a there's a law that says it does begin with P. I'm sure of it. Uh, there's a law that says that um, whatever time you give a particular task, it will take you that long. So if you so they, there was a study done in it, I think, where they um, basically uh, gave people different tasks and said, and, and they gave them specific times. So they said, right, it'll either take two hours or one hour or half an hour, and, and, and like it went from one extreme to the other. So from really long to really short. And in every case, all the tasks were met to the, mm. to similar standards. And um, essentially, that was the conversation that I would have with this individual. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are now allowing what was taking you a couple of hours, you're allowing that to take like tens of hours instead because you don't feel that there's a sense of urgency on result. And that was, you're trying to find it? Yeah, I can't find can't it. Can't find it. And... Um, and that's what he effectively did. And he never, ever repeated the same results that he did in those three weeks. And I got to the point where I was speaking to him every week, wasn't it? I was like, right, okay, I'm going to try and help you create a sense of urgency. I'm going to try and help you manage your week and your time. And it just, he just always struggled from that. The idea of self-imposing these restrictions on his time and the result was just too much for him, wasn't yeah. it? He just couldn't couldn't do it and that is a problem when you're running a business is when the only consequence of you not putting your time into moving something forward is yourself mm-hmm. and and even when you're not making the money that you should be making or you're not making the connections or you're not moving forward it's very easy to blame everything else mm-hmm. like if if, if smiley failed or if um if we if we didn't get the traction that we would like out of say it for example, and the goals that we have for that business, it'd be very easy for you and I to say, oh, it's because of 2020. Mm. It's a difficult time. It's the industry. It's like, no, 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 no. It's a failure on us to not um, have been working on mitigating those issues. Yeah. Like, if if you're not working hard to do that all the time, then then the failure is yours. You've got to own it. Which, again, is a discipline thing. Yeah. Because it's easy to kind of go... Oh, let's go make some toast. <laughs> and then I don't yeah. have to think about that, you know, yeah. rather than, um, you know, because there is a pressure and a, and a um, result and, and that you're aiming towards. And if you fall short of that, it's on you, as you say, as a responsibility. Well, the problem is it. as well, it's a, it's, a, it's a pressure and a pain that's in the future. Yeah. It's not immediate. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's also dangerous, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not in plain sight. Mm-hmm. You can kind of go, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Well, that's the problem with a lot of people that um, have been furloughed for all of this time. Um, you know, lot, lots of... It's really dangerous, right? Yeah, because lots, lots of people are like, oh, we'll use this time to, to, do, to learn something new or to build a business if that's what you've been thinking. And it is 100% the perfect time. Yeah. But it's a little... In some ways, for some people, I mean, not for everybody, because some people, you know, 60 80%, whatever they're getting of their wage isn't enough. But if it is enough it's quite comfortable for some people. Well, so it's how, difficult to hold your feet to the fire and well, get that action. Yeah, I mean, how... Like, if, if you think now is tough, if you're listening to this and, and you've created nothing yet or you've, you've done nothing productive with your time during 2020, yeah. right? Yet, yet 
um, and you've been playing a waiting game, mm. right, this year in terms of you might be furloughed or or whatever it is, um, you th- that's the one thing you can't get back is time. Yeah, absolutely. Like everything else, you'll earn money again. Yeah. You know, you'll find a way. There'll be something in the future, but you can't get back time. And that, like we have, we have, we have visualizations that we have about worst case scenario mm. quite regularly, right? In terms of what does like hell look like for us, you know? And, um, and one of those things is like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine how I would feel if I'd been furloughed, done nothing at all, then got to out of furlough, got into the following year, look, then got made redundant yeah. and had done nothing in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, what, um, and there's a memory actually that was kind of, I was hypnotised in by Tony Robbins on that um, Unleashed Power Within weekend. One of the things that he does is he does a, um, what do they call it when they t- take you through that state where they, uh, was it just hypnosis? It's just you know, a guided hypnotism, isn't it really? Or guided meditation, I suppose. Okay, so it's guided meditation and it's quite intense, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like Because what they do is they take you, he gets you to visualise um like yourself but in terms of your worst version like the worst like how if if you were to um if you were to give in to all the like negative lazy greedy your dark side basically yeah your dark side right mm-hmm. yeah exactly it was like he was he's basically explore that he's like there's bob again <laughs> uh, he's like explore that figure out he said think and he'd get you to visualize it really clearly he said now think about all of that darkness all of that what you're what you are actually capable of and what you're actually preventing you what you navigate away from every day right that you restrain yourself from doing and you do the better instead go down that road now who do you become yours is eating packets of digestives <laughs> yeah yeah yesterday's podcast i nearly bought some today off the back of it's weird how the message gets in your head isn't it i nearly bought digesters at the shop earlier anyway um so and he gets you to explore that and he's like right now go years ahead and really think about who what do you look like and who do you become and where are you living and who are you with and everything else <laughs> and my one was i had like I'm not I'm not a very tall guy anyway, right? But um but I was like, why did you are tall? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm about five foot seven and I'm but I was like five foot seven wide, right? <laughs> and um and I'm there and I like I've got no neck and like and I'm completely like just a mess. And I, I think I'm wearing a string vest, <laughs> right? And I'm in a little flat above a chip shop. Right and and surrounded by computer games because that's all I do all day. You and I are divorced. I don't see the kids anymore, and um, and I'm miserable. All I do all day long, and all I've done for years is just play computer games, eat digestives, fish and <laughs> chips, and that's it. That's all my life is, and I'm basically just waiting to expire. That's like, and I and it, it, the the way it gets you to do it is it's really vivid. Like that worst version of yourself is really vivid. And so when you come out the other side of it, you're like, oh, God. Well, then yeah. he takes you to your best version. Yeah, now go to yeah, the... Yeah. But there are literally people crying. Well, that really stuck with you, because I can't remember mine. Can you not? No. And, and I, I always remember, obviously, at the time, you saying about it, but it's something that 
works for you, doesn't it? Motivates you because you, uh, yeah. you remember it. But I don't remember well, it. I keep seeing uh, like it's because I'm just perfect. I suppose. Yes, <laughs> that's right, dear. That's completely correct. Um, but like, there's it's it's so clear in my mind that we're in November of 2020. If you listen to this in the future, and what's just come out in the last few days is the new PlayStation Five, right? So I keep going to Kate. I keep saying, "Gee, do you think we should?" Uh, Let's get it. Let's get it for Christmas because the kids would love it. It's, I would love it, right? But <laughs> as I'm saying it, in the back I of remember my, the fish and chip guy. <laughs> yeah, in the back of my mind, I am a bit like, oh, I could turn into that that guy if that's. I wouldn't if I'd have got up three this morning, for example. Would I have come down, done a load of productive stuff, or would I have got on the PlayStation yeah. 5 yeah. and played that for four hours before everybody woke up, you know? And then got back to bed because you were tired and yeah. unmotivated. Yeah. yeah, and one of the reasons why I got computer games, I love computer games, but one of the reasons why I got them out of my life to one degree or another is because there was always this feeling of dissatisfaction because yeah. time would disappear like in mm. one hour yeah. or three hours or whatever it is and I wouldn't have achieved anything, Yeah, you know? So that's, so yeah, having a vision as to what your worst version is of yourself does create a sense of like repelling you from bad behaviors and create a sense of urgency. Yeah. But what are the four, so the four quadrants is uh, the thing that helps kind of helped us navigate. We yeah, talked so about it before, but I, I just as a, a side note, going back to, um, cause I, I've started to build the website for, for this, um, well, I have nearly finished building the website for this, um, podcast so that you can go on there, smilingentrepreneurs.com and see yeah. any of the things that we're talking about. So when we sit there going, who was that? What's yeah. the It's because we don't prepare these podcasts. They are very much off the cuff. That's, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to yeah. just sit and have a natter. But that does mean that a lot of the time we can't remember what we're trying to tell Yeah, you. our listeners are going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> so if you if you do think afterwards, oh, they had a really good point on that. I wish they could tell me the name of so I could go and investigate it. Go on our website and we will find the, the, the actual source that we're I'll trying in, to, I'll in, to. Yeah, I'll include the links to the website um, in the episodes, either on YouTube or on any of the podcasts. Yeah. If you're listening to it, there'll be the links to the website. And what we'll, what we're doing is we're having each episode has its own dedicated page yeah so um yeah like these quadrant you're about yeah. to talk about and things like that will be included on that specific page so it's just easy for you guys just to find it and just to have as a resource yeah. um, and obviously the facebook page is there for you to collect yeah so that'll be on there as well but so the so the time management that you were just talking about the sorry time principle um isn't Pareto, that's the 80 20 so i'm not i couldn't find who it was but i will find it and put it on the right. um isn't 80-20 Pareto's law? Yeah, but yeah. that's not what you were saying about no, it. No, 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 that's the, the time to fill up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I will put that on there. But this is the, the quadrant that, um, that if you can imagine while you're listening to this, um, as I say, I'll, there will be a diagram on the website, but in the top left-hand quadrant, you have your most important and urgent things to do. So that they, they really must be done. You know, your, your business won't continue or whatever if these yeah, yeah. get it's, done. Yeah, it's the current fire that you need to put out. Yeah. Right, it's exactly. like if you don't sort it, you're in, yeah. Yeah, you're in trouble. Um, the right-hand top um, is the uh, still important, but it's not urgent. Yeah, so you could effectively delegate that if you needed no, to. No, 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 not delegate. Oh, Decide sorry. Decide when to do it. I'll come back to that. Oh, so. right, okay. So that's something that... Like, give me an example of that then. So that would be, like, if it's in business, it could be, like, sorting out your books or something like that. Um, no, it's it's important. So it would be, like, strategy sessions, right. um, uh, 
management of certain things, um, management of your staff, like right. it, it's it's moving the business forward. It's actually in the most important quadrant. Right. It's where you should spend most of yes. your time. Yeah. Right. But because sorry, just keep interrupting you. <laughs> but the other thing to underline here is the the things in each quadrant move around all the yes. time, right? Yeah. Depending on where well, you are. Once I've explained the, the quadrant, I'll get there. I'll shut up. Sorry. <laughs> um, the bottom left <laughs> is the not important but still urgent. Right. And then the bottom right is not important and not urgent. Like? Like playing games or um, busy work as well. So it's not necessarily just distraction stuff, but stuff that you kind of, you, you know, oh, I'll, I'll create that pretty social media post for no apparent reason. Yeah, it's, it's not defined to a result. Exactly. It's just to say just, you've done it. It's just or just work. reading social media full stop. Yeah, yeah or uh, anything that doesn't really move you forward. Okay. Um, so you've got... So most people spend their time in the important and urgent, because right. obviously they need to be done, and then light relief by going into the not important, not urgent. Yeah, so they're in a constant state of stress and... Yeah, well, it's like we were saying, from the shifting gear from two to five, two to five, two to yeah, five all the yeah. time. But where you should be spending your time is actually in the other t- other two. So the important and urgent is your do t- tasks. They right. have to be done. Mm-hmm. The important um, but not urgent is your decide. So that's the th- things that you schedule and decide when to do them. Right. They are important, so they have to be scheduled, but you can decide when. Okay. The bottom left, which is the not important but still urgent, they're the things that you delegate to people. Right. So you've got do, decide, delegate, and then the bottom right, you should just delete. Those right. things should just not be in your life. So the, the result is that you spend most of your time in the deciding when to do it and delegating it to people. So okay, that you only ever end up in the do, the urgent and important, if something's gone wrong somewhere. So effectively, the decide on the top right-hand corner mm-hmm. box, that the reality is if you've planned enough, yeah. then you can see things coming from a long way away. Exactly. So things don't become necessarily urgent. And you're working urgent. on your business rather than in it most, right. of the, most of the time because you're delegating all the non-important tasks yeah. and... Um, if you're planning and, and deciding well, you shouldn't ever really get these firefighting tasks. Obviously, you will because that's life. Like, yeah. knocks you on the head every now and then. But most of your time should be spent in that top right hand yeah. where you're planning your business, you're, you're strategizing, you're, you're growing. Well, and it's interesting that um, the, the parallels between the important urgent and the like gear one, the yeah. stuff you throw away, bottom right-hand corner, yeah. like why we have to do that? Because you're in a state of stress, right? When you're dealing with, I need to get that done now because this person expects it done right now or yeah. or I need it done now because I need to get the cash in for this or yeah. I need to, or whatever it is. That's that's a very stressful place to be, mm-hmm. isn't it? So when you, the reason why you change gear into, oh, just see what's going on on social media, on Instagram or Facebook yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Is because you feel you need to try and get rid of that anxiety. Yeah. But you never really get rid of it, right? No. Because it's still there in the background. And in fact, the fact that you're on social media or whatever it is, is you basically, you you lying to yourself. And on yeah. some level, you know you're lying. So well, it, it creates it, more pressure. Yeah, right? it's a trap. Um, <laughs> we had. Do you remember a franchisee we had years and years and years ago? And, um, and we were explaining to her... Um, some of the things that she needed to be doing and and, um, because she hadn't been and she she was getting a little bit lost and she turned around to you and went but Lee I need to do the ironing (laughs) and we were like what? Yeah. (laughs) And then she was like and if my friend knocks on the door for lunch you know I've got to go to lunch. She was genuine about it. Yeah we were like 
Sorry? <laughs> yeah, because just to put that into context, this conversation had come about because she wasn't earning the money she needed to earn in the business, yeah. right? And she had weirdly prioritised... I know exactly who you're talking about. She had weirdly prioritised the making sales. Because the thing is, when you sell a franchise, you, you map she was out... she's good at sales, too. She's great at yeah, sales, yeah. yeah. And, you, and when you're as a franchisor, you map out, like... You go from A to B to C to D and you get cash. Yeah. But you've got to do all of those steps to get the cash. And she'd literally taken that bit and stuck it in the not important. <laughs> and she got the whole thing flipped around, didn't she? Yeah. She's like, if someone asked me out for lunch, I'm going to lunch. If I'm <laughs> the ironing and the Yeah, she was deadly serious. And I was yeah. like, and I didn't know how to respond. Like, <laughs> I know, we were both like, what? I like, <laughs> and I mean, to such extent, I was so thrown. I was like, "Would well, you want me to do the sales for you?" And I was like, "I could hear these." And I was like, "What am I doing? What am I saying?" Yeah. And so, so um, yeah, people get it backwards. Well, I think you know, some people, especially people starting, uh, because we feel like this with say it at the moment. You know, that feels almost idealistic because you are wearing all the hats, you are doing everything yourself. Or even if you're not just starting, but if you've had to shrink your business this year and, and get rid of staff and that because yeah. of 2020, and you. And it, you've suddenly thrown yourself into the position of wearing all the hats again. It's like, well, you're going to be in the do column. Yeah, and and that is fine to an extent when you're small or when you're starting, but you should be in the do and the decide. You should never be in the delete. So when you're, you've done your important and urgent tasks and you feel like you need that, that relief yeah. or whatever by going into the non-important, non-urgent, try and resist that temptation and get back up in the decide so yeah. you, that you're planning your business because the ultimate goal is... The more time you spend there, the more time you can spend there. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the more you take control of how you spend your time, the, the more you're not controlled by it. Yes. It's like that's, that's what... I mean, and you and I are um, testament to that in terms of if... And <laughs> not we're going to have a marital spat now on a, on a podcast, but... It'll be quite entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, you're, you're like pulling my hair and punching me in the face. Um but my point is that I'm very structured in yeah, my yeah. time, right? And out of the two of us, if one of us is going to be more consistent on like doing their daily exercise yeah, or yeah. doing any particular thing, it's probably going to be no, me. No, it won't be a spat. I completely agree with you. Yeah. But and that's it's... why I say to the, the listeners, you know, if you find this hard, because I do. I yes. completely get it. You know, if people are listening to this going, but that just sounds really hard, I completely get it. Yeah. Because I find it really difficult. But because it's hard doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. No, exactly. Right? Because, because otherwise what ends up happening is you steal time from things that are really important, right? Yeah. You end up stealing time from time with each other or yeah. time with your children because you've not managed... It when you had the time to do it. Well, you yeah. end up feeling really like the disjointedness that we were talking about at the beginning. There, she to me it makes me feel really stressed. It's like yesterday, come kind of like I don't know five o'clock ish. Yeah. So on a Wednesday, um, in France, um, at well, our children, our school has a half day. Yeah. So we have the kids here on a Wednesday afternoon. Normally, that's fine. I'm planned, and and they go off and do their own thing, and it doesn't really make much of a difference to our our lives. That's that's no problem. But yesterday, because the morning had been thrown because we had a sick pet and we had to take to, to the vets, yeah. that had kind of shifted my day around. And then yeah. the decorations arrived, like I said at the, at the beginning. And I ended up, like, as I say, about four or five o'clock, knowing that I was going to have to kind of do tea soon. The kids needed help with their homework. I hadn't felt like I'd achieved much in the business. There was decorations all over the yeah, bloody house. Yeah. And I was just completely like, oh, which way's well, up? Well, you were... You were you... <laughs> 
you were quite grumpy. But I felt guilty on all fronts. Yeah, you I did. I felt guilty that I hadn't really spent much time with the kids and I'd half-heartedly done the decorations with them because I wanted yeah. that to be a nice family thing at the weekend. And Zach was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I felt guilty that I wasn't helping them properly with their homework. I felt guilty that I hadn't done the business stuff I'd wanted to achieve yeah. that day. Everything I felt I'd failed on. Yeah. And had I just, like when the little drama happened with our pet in the morning, instead of that throwing my whole day, had I kind of come back in, gone into the my decide box and yeah. gone, right, okay, that may have thrown that. So what can I cross out and what can I keep and how yeah. can I just readjust this day slightly and carry on? But yeah. I let it completely rule the whole day. Yeah, exactly. And I think the um, the other th- thing is, is these principles aren't, they're life principles. Mm. They're not, oh, that's if you've got, if you're working on a business or you're doing a business. No, 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 no. These are how, like the one thing that we all share is the same amount of time a day, mm. right? And, and the how you use that is really important because it might feel like 2020 has given us an inordinate amount of time to sit on our hands and do nothing because for whatever reason, but it hasn't. That's a lie. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, you, it's like a credit card debt. It's yeah. going to come back and bite you in the backside. You've got a surprising amount of time in a day when you sit there and work it all out. I remember somebody said to us once, how do you guys do what you do? Because like, what's your routine? Like, if you, cause this, I think this was when we were still working. Like, You get in and then you... You, you mean of, still employed? Yes. Because, <laughs> not when we're still working. That's a Freudian slip, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah no, definitely when we're, we're still employed <laughs> in jobs, in day jobs by yeah. other people. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember him, and I think we were building Spiny Booth at the time in the background. Yeah. And I remember him saying, like, how do you do it? Because, you know, you get in from your day and you have a shower and you sit down and have a cup of tea with the other half and, and then by the time that happened, then it's tea time and then, you know, you watch something on TV and then it's time to go to bed. So how do you all fit it in? And we were like... Well, we don't do any of those things. Well, the other thing was he didn't even have a full-time job. No. He was at home all day. Yeah. So he, he and he couldn't he couldn't work that one out at no. all, could he? He couldn't work out how you fit things in. But it's amazing how much time you can waste. But it's also amazing how much time you can enjoy having when you plan stuff out. Yeah. Like there's stuff that I exercise twice a day. Yeah. Like I do weights in the morning and I do a run in the evening. Yeah. You know, it's like and that's not because I've got 27 hours and everyone else has got 24. Yeah. And it's not because I sit around all day doing nothing. And you don't you know? get up at three most days. No, and I don't. <laughs> no, exactly. But it's it's just because you make, it's that thing you said the other day on the podcast. You make, make time, time for time stuff. For it, yeah. And when you do that, it suddenly looks like, oh, wow, they're busy. It's like when you follow, um, if any of you follow The Rock or um, Kevin Hart, it looks like when you watch them on Instagram, it looks like, I don't understand how they're in the next movie and they're doing these posts and they're doing this over there and doing it. They're not, they, as I said, they haven't got 27 hours. No. They've got the same as everybody else. And they, it's, it's not like they get up at, they only sleep for three hours a day or anything like that. They do, they have all the same issues that you have and we have. It's just they make time for certain things. Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's a, a, a saying, isn't there, that you've got more time, you can do more in five years than you ever think possible. What is it? Or, or the one year, the one year, five year thing. Oh no, yeah, that was, uh, that's by Bill Gates. Yeah. And he says, everybody always overestimates what they can achieve yeah. in, in in one year. But and completely underestimates yeah. what they can do in five. Because they don't plan. Exactly. That's, and, yeah. and that's the thing with being employed at yeah. the time, right? Is with annual reviews and all this kind of stuff, yeah. we're so conditioned to think about a 12 month block yeah. and not a five year. 
And yeah. if all of us functioned on a five-year block, we'd be way kinder to ourselves yeah, yeah. and way more interested in learning a skill or a talent or but whatever it is over that time. A hundred percent, yeah. And that takes us quite nicely right the way back to the beginning of this episode where we were talking about this disjointed feeling we have about this time of year well, and yeah. about planning for next. But we almost have to be we have to be kind about ourselves and go, okay, all right, twenty twenty sucked mm. for a million different reasons, but it's one year out of the next out of five. Yeah. And what can I do over that period of time? If, if life sucks right now yeah. and I don't come up with a solution next month or I don't come up with a solution in six months, but what can I do over the years? Well, how can you years? readjust? Because it's like my vet drama yesterday ruled my day and it didn't need to. Yeah. 2020 doesn't need to rule the five years. No, it's you a... You just need to adjust. Yeah, like, it's a re- point in redo time. Redo the puzzle, as it were, as to, to, to kind of move those bits around yeah. a bit. Because I um, it's it's difficult to, to look at that five-year stunt times because I uh, when we used to do our planning, or sorry, when we do do our planning in November, when we did our planning in 2017 and we were knew we were going to do this travel thing, yeah. um, that's when my kind of focus shifted on that because I did always used to work on the 12 months. Yeah. And I remember always being disappointed around yeah. November kind of time when we did yeah. our planning that, Oh, I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve. It was a it, yeah, it became a negative yeah, thing. It it? Yeah, it did. Whereas when you kind of shift that to five years, it's not that you end up rolling it on, but you you just I don't know, you just everything seems to work together a little bit more. Yeah. And and we achieved more in the two years that we were travelling when we went like eleven countries in one year. Yeah. Um both in business and personally. Yeah. I mean, you. I know you're, you're fit now because you've been working out in the lockdown and that, but you were fitter than you'd been in a long time, yeah. as well as the business moving on, as well as we'd seen all these countries, as well yeah. as we were teaching the kids, homeschooling the kids. Yeah. We'd been more productive than we'd ever been. Yeah, I think the um, the other... To start to wrap up the yeah. episode, but the other thing to remember is that, um, that you don't know everything now. Yeah. Like, it might feel like you've got life worked out and that life sucks or life's challenging right now and everything else but you generally don't know who you're going to meet what you're going to learn and what opportunities uh, are in the future and in it and that's especially true when you're trying to create something in your business or create a business Mm -hmm. just because you have a vision as to what you'd like to do there's lots of there's thousands of opportunities that come up along that journey from just a conversation with somebody or just a like happenstance that you just arrived, you were in the right place at the right time and you saw a different direction to take mm. things in. And when you look at things in the context of five years instead of just 12 months, it, it allows those opportunities to come through and, yeah. and give yourself permission to like have like be, be available to those opportunities yeah, instead of everything being like, yeah. This plan, this plan, this plan. Yeah, Because yeah, life's yeah. not like that. Life no, doesn't give you that. Exactly. Sort of you need to kind of integrate them all. So, as you say, to wrap up, I will. Um, I will put the uh, quadrant onto uh, the Smiling Entrepreneurs website, but I'll also look for some other kind of planning tools that we use. Yeah. Um, and put them up there for people as so well. So, when's the website up? Uh, well, it is up. It's just if anyone finds it now, it's fine. Smiling, smilingentrepreneurs.com. There's just a few dead ends at the moment. Okay. <laughs> so it, there's a few kind of this page is under construction. So okay. It, it, it's nearly there, but uh, but yeah, you you can go on there and look at today's episode later on today. Yeah. So I'll include this link on if you're watching it on YouTube. I'll include it on the YouTube and uh, obviously on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool.
That was episode 15. Have a good day.